The Sphere of Humiliation If thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Mark chapter 9 verse 22 After every time of exaltation, we are brought down with a sudden rush into things, as they are where it is neither beautiful nor poetic nor thrilling. The height of the mountaintop is measured by the drab drudgery of the valley, but it is in the valley that we have to live for the glory of God. We see his glory on the mound, but we never live for his glory there. It is in the sphere of humiliation that we find our true worth to God. That is where our faithfulness is revealed. Most of us can do things if we are always at the heroic pitch because of the natural selfishness of our hearts. But God wants us at the drab, commonplace pitch, where we live in the valley according to our personal relationship to Him. Peter thought it would be a fine thing for them to remain on the mound, but Jesus Christ took the disciples down from the mound into the valley, the place where the meaning of the vision is explained. If thou canst do anything, it takes the valley of humiliation to root the skepticism out of us. Look back at your own experience, and you will find that, until you learned who Jesus was, you were a cunning skeptic about his power. When you were on the mound, you could believe anything. But what about the time when you were up against facts in the valley? You may be able to give a testimony to sanctification, but what about the thing that is a humiliation to you just now? The last time you were on the mound with God, you saw that all power in heaven and in earth belonged to Jesus. Will you be skeptical now in the valley of humiliation? And they brought the boy to him, and when the spirit saw him, immediately it convulsed the boy, and he fell on the ground and rolled about, foaming at the mouth. And Jesus asked his father, How long has this been happening to him? And he said, From childhood. And it has often cast him into fire and into water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, If you can, all things are possible for one who believes. And then it says, Immediately the father of the child cried out and said, I believe. Help my unbelief. I love that saying. I believe. Help my unbelief. Yesterday I mentioned that I am entering into a season of a different kind of valley. So I'm coming off of a, a wave, I guess, of a lot of provision. Went through a tough time and I asked God about, for a lot of things. I, the same kind of statement. I believe, 
help my unbelief. And he helped tremendously. But I'm human. I'm sinful. And the feelings are leaving. The feelings of provision being provided for. The feeling of of understanding that faith is shifting a little bit. And so in this new season, I need help with that unbelief. As odd as it is, that feeling of unbelief will come. And when it does, Oswald says, we may be able to give a testimony to sanctification about the long process, but what about the thing that we're struggling with just now? So let me talk about that. Just now. Oswald talks about the concept of a workshop. And the workshop to him is the analogy of the prayer room, the sanctuary, the place where we meet God, the place where we are trained up in the spirit, where we get that increase in faith and stay stay strong. Well, to me, that workshop is the gym. It's the weights. It's the lifting heavy, the sweating, and... That's what it is for me. Last week, I started a 10-week workout program that focuses on a little bit of hypertrophy and strength. So it combines bodybuilding and powerlifting, which are the two things that I love about lifting weights, getting stronger and perceiving uh, a better look, more aesthetic look. So this is my second week. The first two weeks are four days a week, programmed workouts and then I do another two days of just light kind of touch-up stuff so I'm on the second week of a 10-week program I'm through the first week so through that first burst of motivation and now I got to continue for the next nine weeks the hard work the perseverance the the repetition and it's the same thing with my relationship with God Except my life is much longer than 10 weeks. I hope I live much longer than 10 weeks. So this last six months I had of being trained up, of my faith increasing tremendously, of God's provision coming through in ways I could never imagine. And my life is shifting. My life looks radically different now than it did seven months ago. Does that mean... I can take everything from here. All right, sweet God, I got it from here. No, it means I stay consistent. I keep that relationship with God open because we all know he's going to keep it open. It's, it's on us to keep our end open. Keep coming to him in prayer. Keep reading his word and understanding his word and living it out. It's not about just understanding. It has very little to do with it. It's about doing it. And that's where all the fruit's been coming from, when I started to do things. God gave me promises. He told me what's going to happen. He just was waiting for me to do it. When I started doing it, wow. I'm, at, I'm almost at the point of being able to quit my job because of how well training's been going. I haven't given any updates on that in a while, but it's going really well, and I'm loving it. It's a huge opportunity for me to minister. I've been training a, a few couples And it's a huge opportunity. And I have to continue in my workshop in order to be faithful. 
I can't let go. I can't take my hands off the plow here. I have to keep it going. And so sometimes that just means adding a little bit of variation in. Um, my devotional, the podcast I've been doing, it, it works really good, but it's been hard to keep up the last few days. I've, I had my son's birthday a week ago, which was a super busy several weeks getting ready for that. We had a couple different parties within a few different days. And so in all that high period of a lot of focusing and training is over and we're off on to the next season. Next is uh, my birthday, Father's Day, and my anniversary, wedding anniversary. So it's a little bit of a lull point in between my son's birthday and the next set of events. But that doesn't mean I slack off. And if in anything, it means, all right, back to training mode, putting in each rep so I'm prepared for those moments. And right now I feel like the devil's trying to to keep me down, trying to whisper in my ear, you can relax, you can coast from here, you've done plenty, just take a break, sleep in a little bit more, skip some days, all that kind of garbage. But no. Even when I don't want to, I'm going to keep it up. So... I think that's that's the point just now. Keeping up, not wanting to fall back into laziness, sluggardness. So I'm keeping up, keeping the motivation up, keeping the momentum up, coming to God, looking for answers, or just looking for guidance. I don't even need an answer. It's not about that. Just looking for looking for him in this. God bless you. <laughs>